The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Unlock the power of your dreams. Welcome to Ask Dr. Dream with Kelly Sullivan Walden. Welcome to Ask Dr. Dream. And yes, I am Kelly Sullivan Walden, aka Dr. Dream. And this is the place where you uncover the truth of your dreams to reveal the beauty of who you are. And the beauty of who you are is so stunning. We could just talk about that for the whole show. But on a parallel plane, imagine that we are. But we're going to talk about your dreams today. The number to call if you have a dream that you would like Nancy T and I to explore is 816-251-3555. We've been having lots of guests on this show lately, and I love that. As much as I love it, though, my favorite thing is to talk to you and find out what you're dreaming about and what your dream questions are and how we can interpret them for you. So Nancy T and I are poised and ready to rock your dreams or your dream questions. And if you want to change your name, you can, but just know that your dreams are only always revealing what's right and good about you. In fact, that's one of the secrets about your dreams. Seven things that you must know about your dreams is one that, um, that your dreams are always revealing what's right about you. Hey, Nancy T, are you there? I sure am. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Isn't that one of the things your dreams are never saying, oh my God, you really are like a lost cause. Uh, it's like our dreams are always saying what's right and what the solutions are. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pointing out the best and the higher path. Exactly. Yeah. Even if they're in disguise. So don't be ashamed of your dreams because Nancy T and I see the beauty in your dreams. We see it even, even in our own dreams that are fraught with scary things and icky creatures. Find, we'll find the gold in them. If we can find them in our own dreams, then by golly, we, we can find we them can in do yours. It for you. <laughs> That's right. God is right. That is right. But let's do a Meditate. little prayer and And while we're doing a little prayer slash meditation, Nancy's going to pull up an awesome dream oracle card. And then we're going to pull a Byron Katie, Katieism card. Oh, yay. Uh, I'm so excited. Yay. So am I. Nancy just got these for me for my birthday because I'm so obsessed with Byron Katie, who will be on the show one of these days. We just don't have it scheduled yet. Yeah. But I'm Mm -hmm. so excited. Anyway, so let's calm ourselves down. I'm talking to myself here, not you, but me. Let's calm down and let's get into the dreamy dream zone. So let's take a couple of deep breaths. If you can put your feet on the ground, release and let go of any hurry, scurry, worry, or flurry that you don't want. And just let every breath help you to drop deep, deep, deep into that golden center, right in, right in the midst of you, right in the center of your own heart. So every breath we're letting go, like the theme song of Frozen, let it go, let it go. Nancy, maybe we'll get you to sing that for us later. But in the meantime, we're just letting it go. Every 
out breath is a letting go. So that every new breath is a breathing in and receiving in what we want, what we desire. We're remembering with every new breath, we're becoming lucid in this awesome dream that we're having right now. We're becoming lucid and awake and aware of who we really are. We're stepping out of the the maya, the illusion of separation, thinking that we're separate from anyone or anything or any desire. And we're stepping into remembering, oh yeah, I already have it all. I'm here. I'm in the flesh. This is a dream come true. I am a magnet for all the things that are the best for me in this life. I am so grateful. So we just drop deep, deep, deep into that space of grace and that attitude of gratitude and we wake up to how wonderful it is to be alive and to be exactly who we are right here, right now. And I, for one, am particularly grateful, so grateful for Unity Online Radio, for Louie, Louie, who's behind the scenes running this and keeping everything smooth, for the ray of sunshine known as Diane Ray, and for all the wonderful folks at Unity, at Unity Village, and all the wonderful things that are happening in that unified field that we call Unity. And with you, for you, for listening, whether live or later in the archive. And I'm grateful for Nancy T for being my cohort, my partner in shine on this radio show. So with so much gratitude, more than I could ever name in any time, in any radio show, I'm going to just let it be and on a parallel plane, allow the gratitude to continue. But for now, I just say, thy will be done for the highest good of all. And so it is. Amen. A woman. Ah, dreams. Yay. Okay, so here we are on the show today. We are live. And if you're listening live and you've got a dream that you would like to share with Nancy T or I, now's the time to percolate that or call in and put yourself in the queue because we will be talking about you and your dreams. Um, And we will uncode them, decode them, and reveal beautiful you are inside this dream. And just remember that your dreams, this is another one of the secrets, Nancy, we're going to talk about seven of them. One Uh secret about dreams is they never, I'm writing it down (laughs) so I can remember. (laughs) (laughs) They never reveal what you already know. That's a good one. Right. So it might, and I can say I borrowed that from Jeremy Taylor, the late, great, awesome Jeremy Taylor. I love because it's like, it seems like, oh yeah, yeah. My dreams are telling me that I'm nervous about this opportunity or this, this relationship or this health situation. But if you look more deeply, your dreams are revealing something else. So it starts maybe with what you know, or there's elements of what you know, but there's always something else. And I'm going to add an eighth thing here within these secrets <laughs> must know about your dreams is that they're really there's a million things that your dreams are helping you to do. They're either helping you in a nutshell to let go of something or helping you to bring in something that you need. So in other words, our dreams are either helping us to drop baggage or programming or some belief from the past that is keeping us stuck in a less than optimum way of being in our lives or 
helping to propel us forward toward our greater yet to be in a quantum leap kind of a way. So we could divide into those two categories, or sometimes our dreams are helping us to do both. Don't you see that, Nance? Can you look at any dream that you've ever had and see that you can put it into one category or the next? Seriously, one? every single dream. Every single dream. Every- I, can't, I was trying, as you said that, because I always try to disprove anything you say. Um, I was- <laughs> <laughs> my very own naysayer, right in my own backyard. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. But I, because I started thinking, well, wait, is that true? You know, and then I look through all my, yep, yep. Thinking of every dream I've ever had and every dream you've ever had. And, and nope, you're right. Yeah. It's one of those two things and every time. It, exactly. Okay. So um, what else? Okay. So should I just start rattling off some of these things and or do you want me to do the card? Oh, yes. Let's do a card. Let's do a it card. It might set let's the tone. We'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see if it mm-hmm. sets the tone. Okay. I imagine it will. Okay. Let me fix my microphone. There we go. All right. I so I say, let me pull. fix my makeup. Let's get our priorities <laughs> together. Nancy, get your makeup together, honey. <laughs> no one can see me. Let me fix my makeup. No, it's my mic. Okay. Um <laughs> <laughs> so I pulled this beautiful card and it's number eight, which Where is, did you, pull you know, it from corresponds the, from the hero's journey deck. And, um, is that what it's card- called? No, no. I'm, it's, I just like to tell the number of the card because that's what you have to say birthday. where it's from. Well, I'm not done. <laughs> <laughs> this okay, is gonna be sorry. a fun show. <laughs> it's it's number eight, which is also Kelly's birthday, August eighth, everybody. Aww, a belated happy you. birthday to Kelly from all of us here. Myself, um, including everyone at Unity, even if they don't feel it. And all of you listeners. <laughs> oh, they do, they just might not know it. They and don't us Leo. Okay, so. We we celebrate my birthday. We celebrate our birthdays, all Leos, all month long. So it is my birthday today. There See what I'm saying? All right. See? So it's num- it's the card number eight <laughs> and it's called dream sanctuary, which is what we're creating today. Aren't we? Is it yes. a dream sanctuary? Yes. So I think it's exactly. great. And it says, attend to the simple things. The quote by Bruce Northam is at dusk, we encountered an elderly lady and her beagle hiking toward us. Teetering along a walking, on a walking stick, she wore a motoring cap and clutched a bunch of wildflowers. I said hello and asked her where she was going, and she replied in Welsh. Oh, boy. <laughs> and she said, right where I am in your parade. Laka, 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 shlaka, shlaka. I really should have read this ahead. And he said, we looked for to Erica for a translation, and she said, I'm already there. Oh, so where were you going? She was already there by Bruce Northam. How beautiful. And the message is your sleep zone is your dream sanctuary. And yet you take it with you wherever you may roam. In fact, you are a dream sanctuary. You're a dreamer Mm. and your presence provides a sanctuary for you and everyone who approaches you on the path of life. Your Mm. dream zone is the orbit in which you spin Dance, live, and love. Attend to the simple things to ensure harmonious flow in all your relationships, and you will sleep and awaken each day with a smile on your lips. Take Mm. inventory of anyone you need to forgive or to whom you owe an amends. 
Identify the attachments and behaviors you'd be better off dropping and release them. Resolve clutter in your bedroom, around your nightstand, at home and at work. Make room for success, happiness, prosperity, and brilliant ideas to swoop in and embrace you unencumbered. (laughs) Isn't that great? I like the way you say swoop in. So <laughs> because it's exciting. I've been doing a lot of this lately. I've been I've been helping people with their organization and I do that oh, as a side yes. thing. And so make this is what I tell them all of the time. So this card is in sync with me for sure. And we oh are all God. doing a dream sanctuary. So I think it's for everybody. The dream symbol is bedroom. Your bedroom is the place in a house where the veil between worlds is the thinnest. It represents your ability to connect to the both both the physical and the metaphysical for for dreams and waking reality. My goodness, I can't even speak. I'm so excited. Dreams of your bed <laughs> or bedroom often symbolize your most vulnerable, authentic, transparent, sensual self. This dream may be a message to indulge in a much-needed break from the in- intensity of your hero's journey so you can reemerge refreshed, refreshed, invigorated, energized, awake, and ready to be the hero you came here to be. Oh my goodness. And the mantra is, I am safe and free to be energetically and physically naked in my bedroom and beyond. Oh, wow. Wow. Whoa. Hot dog. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that great? Oh, that's so good. I love the way you read that. And the this this card relates to stage one of the hero's journey, the ordinary world. So this is like before mm. like getting ready for your hero's journey. It's so I think whenever we if we're wondering where we're at on our hero's journey, I think in the moment like everything's kind of calm. Everything's kind of like, all right, I've got everything under control. Have you ever had a moment where you felt like, okay, I got my life is is like pretty mellow and chill? Has that ever happened to you? Yeah. 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 I remember. And I always (laughs) I always know, oh, this is gonna change. This means this is the calm before the storm. This is I mean, this is a moment right before my next hero's journey is about to take off. And I'm always looking for it. chill moments, it's good to get yourself prepared. Do some of the ordinary things to get get your dream sanctuary in order. That's one of the best things. And not out to and- miss it though, to, to still enjoy that chill moment and just do the backstroke through it and drink it in. Right. Exactly. Don't freak all out. That it's like, wants. oh my God, yeah. all is calm. What do I do? Let's create some drama quickly. No, no, no. <laughs> appreciate them. And, and, and if you're somebody who has a lot of chill, then maybe go outside and maybe ruffle a few feathers or, you know, stir things up a little or take a risk or two. But for most of us, I think a chill moment, a really good thing. And if you need to think about something, then prepare as Barbara Hubbard would have said, God bless her soul, Mm. um, that in those in-between moments, you can begin to court your next hire yet to be by asking the questions like what is emerging from what's next how could i get myself aligned with with the next steps on my journey she wouldn't have said the hero's journey part i don't think but we can add that so that you can just you can start dreaming into that before it's actually here in your life and it's something that you must deal with so that's what i think about that 
Okay, so we oh Byron Katie, let's pull a Katieism. Yeah. All right. Okay, so I'm shuffling. I'm shuffling. By the way, Nancy got me these for my birthday. Thank you so much. They You're are welcome. inner wisdom cards. They're called Katieisms. K A T I E I S M S. Inner wisdom cards illustrated by Hans or Hans, if you're, you know, German, Hans Wilhelm. And there you go. Yeah. Beautiful, totally colorful. Okay. So I'm just going to keep like, I'm going to kind of fan these cards out. So, Nancy, tell me when to stop. And that'll be the card that I stop on and pull. Okay. Okay. Stop. Okay. Woo. I have. I could only find three kinds of business in the world, mine, yours, and God's. Whose business are you in? I say that so often. It's funny that I would do that because literally I'm always talking to myself about that (laughs) because I'm going to be in my own business. So I, this is who I say it to (laughs) right? all the time, right? All the time. And I, I only, I add to it. So there's only three kinds of business, mine, yours, and God's. And if I'm in anybody's business other than my business, then there's no business that I'm not in my business, then I have no business being in your business because that means there's no business happening inside my business. So there's I gotta no get my business, business, like, business like my business. <laughs> I know. Right. So that to me, all right. So how do we divide that up? Anytime I'm focusing on my sister, my mom, Dana, my dogs, and why aren't they doing X, Y, and Z right? Or why do they keep doing X, Y, and Z? Hello, red flag. I'm in their business. I'm not. When you're trying to run their life and tell them how to behave, especially because now who's behaving for you? Who's doing, you're, you're not behaving at all. (laughs) Exactly. And even if it's not vocally, even if it's not like Mm -hmm. while we're talking or we're together, it could be in my own mind. Mm -hmm. I'm doing my sister's laundry. I'm figuring out what Dana's, how he should have said, blah, blah, blah. In my, I'm taking up my mental bandwidth on thinking about how a politician should have said X, Y, and Z, or why a newscaster didn't do it or whatever. It's like, that's their business. Mm-hmm. I was just, and it's hard, just especially for those big ones. If it's, if you get into the God's <clears throat> business, if it's a wildfire that should be stopped, it shouldn't be happening anymore. What, how did that get started? Who did oh my that? God, that's hitting well, a we, little close to home, Nancy, in Topanga. I know exactly. Two fires already. Two fires, oh, but you're right. Two, that's oh. God's business. When there's it's an so hard of fire, mm-hmm. a flood, or I don't know, one of those things that are like more of a natural kind of a things, a, a baby being born or, or some, or even an illness, I would say we could put that in the category of God's business and that's God's business. It's not mine to say why. I mean, Byron Katie would talk about living in Barstow and there being all kinds of wind and everybody getting pissed off that they'd rake their leaves on their lawn. And then all of a sudden they're all messed up again. And they'd be like, ah, why? (laughs) (laughs) Why did they rake them? Yeah. Why did they exactly back back where they belonged? (laughs) Exactly. God would say, or she would say, um, why you can't, if you're going to fight the wind, you're always going to lose. The wind will always win. Every only always, only, <laughs> only 
every time. Exactly. <laughs> this is no good other time, then it's but like, just every time. But then that's like it frees up the bandwidth. It's like, wow, I suddenly have all kinds of energy and all kinds mm. of creativity for my own business. And like, <sighs> why not get to that? What a concept. And it doesn't mean be selfish. It doesn't mean don't help somebody. If somebody crosses your path and they're asking you for help right then, then I think there's a overlap between their and your business. I mean, don't you think, Nance? Well, I think if, you know, they're inviting you, that's an invitation. But very often when we're in someone else's business, it's specifically without the invite. And they're having their own party and we are intruding. We are party crashers. And we're saying, you know, I don't know why you spent that gift card on that. You should have bought this instead when actually Mm. that's their party. And you do with your stuff what you do. You do you. There's a reason people say that. Yeah, exactly. So. You do you and let me do my, let me do me. And then I, and the whole notion of stay in your lane. And then mm-hmm. I kind of have added to that and stepped it up to get into the narrow of your marrow. That's like the theme for this year for me, like get even in the center of your lane or my own lane, like right there in the center of it, like not even on the outskirts of it, but right there in the, in the middle of my own lane. And that's, that's, I don't know, that just makes me feel kind of, I don't know, super excited. Speaking of super excited, I just have to say, I had a phenomenon a couple of days ago. I couldn't sleep. I am Dr. Dream. And that kind of makes me sort of Dr. Sleep in a way, because you can't dream if you don't sleep. But I was so excited. I haven't felt like this in such a long time that I was so excited. I couldn't sleep. Have you felt that way in a while, Nance? Oh, uh, you know what? Yes, actually, because of the babies, my daughter had Mm. twins for anybody who doesn't know out there in listening land. And Mm. there were times where I just would wake up, think about them and think, what are they doing? If they weren't, you know, with me or if I weren't with them at that moment, just think about them and just excited to see them, to hold them and pick them up and give them a kiss and smell their little baby skin and, you know, all of that. So sweet, very recently. And I still, I still have that. And I, I watch them almost every single day um, of of their lives. (laughs) And on the days that I'm not with them, I still have that. I can't wait to see them. Oh my goodness. Well, I, I was, in Susan Shapiro, she's her website is susanshapiro.net. I was in a shop of hers this weekend, and she was so mind-blowing and so insightful about, I, I mean, I really, I've written a bunch of books. I mean, I've collaborated on some, but in, in t- all together about books. And so I, I think I know how to write, and I think I'm a fine, like I'm, I'm a fine writer, but hanging out with her her critique, my writing, very humbling. She sends me back something (laughs) I think is like three pages that I think are pretty close to perfect. And it's covered in red notes, red marks. It's like way more red than not red. Almost (laughs) every word, there's like a suggestion for how it could be improved. And it's like, oh, ouch, but yay. It's about time. I this in my life. Anyway, I'm so inspired, and so I just have to give her a shout out because being in her conditioning field really made it impossible for me to sleep because on my mind, I just felt like my mind was blown. So I don't know. I just had to give. Oh, her- how exciting! I think we need to have her on the show. We're gonna we're gonna bring her on one of these days. So in the meantime, everyone check out susanshapiro.net, and oh, she 
the and Nancy, I can't wait for you to meet her. You're gonna love her. She's a she's a game changer. She's a life changer. So grateful wow. for her. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so so we've talked about a, a couple of the things that you need to know about dreams. And Nancy, I um there's I emailed you or I texted you or emailed you a bunch of dreams that were sent in this last week. So if you feel like you want to pull that up while I'm um talking about one of the other dream secrets that you must know. Um, here's one of the things. Everyone in your dream is you. So even if you think you're dreaming on behalf of someone else, or it's so vivid, it's about somebody else for sure. I would say do yourself a massive favor as difficult for your ego as it might be. I mean, unless you're dreaming about like a celebrity or Mother Teresa, if there's a scary character in your dream, I think most people that I talk to are like, that's not me. That's not a part of me. I'm a good person. I would never chop somebody's head. (laughs) That that couldn't (laughs) possibly be me. But consider that everyone in your dream is an aspect of you. I'm not saying that they're the whole of you. They're an aspect of you. And this is one massive fast track to decoding a dream. Even if it doesn't seem like it at first, just give that a shot. You know what I'm saying, Nance? I do. I do know what you're saying. And it actually ties in a little bit with Katie because Katie in her work, the work that she does with the four questions, there's a turnaround. And in the turnaround, you're very often saying that thing that you think about that other person about yourself. One of the turnarounds is always that, wait a minute. And she says, you know, is there a place in your life where that could be true? And you go, oh gosh, yes. It's always true. It's uh, right. In the turnaround. Yes. My my mother abandoned me. And then it's like, you know, I abandoned me. I abandoned my mother. You know, are those things equally true? And then you go, oh yeah, yeah. I did abandon my mother. Every time she spoke, I disrespected her. I, this, I, you know. It, it's, oh my it, heavens it's all about being embracing that nightmare it is so <laughs> we have gelman brett walker that's just joined oh. us from alberta canada and Yay. brett walker hello hello how are you hi how are you i'm doing good how about you awesome so we are i'm pulling you on right now because we're about to go to a break in any yeah. second now but I want to hear all about whatever your dream is, your dream question. And I want to invite everyone who's listening on the other side of this break. We're going to take your dream. So don't be shy. The number to call is 816-251-3555. So hold on tight. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with you and your dreams here on the Ask Dr. Dream Show on Unity Online Radio. We'll be right back. We're glad you found us. This is Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Dream interpretation and a lot more. Welcome back to Ask Dr. Dream with Kelly Sullivan Walden. Welcome, everyone. We are back here with the Ask Dr. Dream Show on Unity Online Radio. I'm Kelly Sullivan Walden, a.k.a. Dr. Dream. The number to call about you and your dreams, any dream questions you might have, is 816-251-3555. 
joined by Nancy T, aka Nancy Telzero. You can find Nancy on Facebook, by the way. She's got a really awesome page called A to Z with Meryl and Me. And Nancy's website, Nancy, is it nancytelzero.com? It sure is. Yep. Ah, awesome. And let's see, what announcements do we have? Oh, Teotihuacan. We're going to be doing, so Teotihuacan 2020, that journey is in January, January 10th through 15th. Um, And I know that Nancy T and Shez Libby and I, we're going to be doing a Facebook live or some kind of a video this coming up this week, because we're going to offer even a special incentive for people to sign up earlier, because we're going to be doing some really amazing things this year, different than what we've done in the past. And we need to know, we need to kind of have a head count way ahead of time. So we need to get that together because it's going to be extra special. Um, so we'll, we'll just be on the lookout for that. Go to my website, kellysullivanwalden.com and scroll down about halfway. There's a banner that says Teotihuacan 2020. Click on that and it'll take you straight to the Teotihuacan page and we'll update that with with extra incentives for signing up early. We know a lot of people are wanting to join us this time. We've got a lot of people already signed up, so there's not too many spaces available left, but it's going to be amazing. Right, Nancy T? I can't wait. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited about it. I'm looking forward to it every single day. Every single day. Uh-huh. And we've got, in, in terms of products and stuff, we've got the new Hero's Journey Dream Meditations. They are finally available. Mm. And I'm so excited about them because, and I should have paid attention to my, and taken my own medicine a couple nights ago when I couldn't sleep. But these meditations are meant to help you sleep. And it's like, oh, duh, I could have had a V8. I could have tried this myself. I'm going to do it next time. (laughs) I'm so excited. I can't sleep. But you can listen to these meditations. They're guaranteed to put you to sleep. Wouldn't that be a great, (laughs) (laughs) in a good way. It's the hero's journey, dream meditations, and they'll put you in that mindset about what your next hero's journey is, what the one you're on now is, and how to mine the gold and, and, make the most out of that. And of course the hero's journey, um, jur- dream journal is also available and the Oracle cards, the hero's journey, dream Oracle cards are available. And I'm sure there's something else. I know that I'm talking to the people here at unity to do something, an event at unity village this time next year. And we don't have those dates absolutely set, but I'm going to start, um, releasing that next time next week I'll start having some info about that but I'm super excited Nancy T and Brett Walker maybe you guys can can join me at Unity Village it's so beautiful I have you I'll, I have you be seen there. Unity Village no oh my god you guys got to google Unity Village it is so magical it is beautiful it's this little sanctuary in the middle of the Midwest it's gorgeous anyway so Brett Walker right before the break Paul Dan, I know you've got a dream to share. You said you were doing the flip on through your dream journal to see what you stumbled on. And boom, what did you land on? Share it with us. <laughs> I landed on a dream. Uh, okay, so I started off last night. I'll, I'll start it off before I went to bed talking about okay. dream meditation or, or awesome. sleep meditation. Great. I have since uh, just, just recently started uh, mantras 
So before I go to bed, I go to bed with an intention to dream about something. So last nice. night, in, my intention last night was to dream about something I fear. Ooh. And that was, so my mantra is tonight, my dream will include or will show me my dream will show me something I fear. So I had a wow. dream and it did include my dad. It, it included mm. my dad and a couple other wow. things. I was, yeah, there was some other stuff, but yeah, in regards to my dad, he's been popping up so often this, this summer in my dreams. Mm. And way back 10 years ago, we had a conflict uh, and I've stopped talking to him uh, way back, you know, like uh, mm. 2010. And him and I haven't talked since, but he, he, it was just finally time. I was, I, I just needed to learn the lesson that I don't need to be in touch with him anymore. He's hurting me more than helping me at this point. Mm-hmm. So I got out of it and I feel better, but I'm, you know, just recently this summer, I've been dreaming about my dad quite a bit. So this dream, I went through my dream journal on my phone. I have them all listed as as notes and I just kind of scrolled through them before the call mm. and uh, what popped up was a, a dad dream from geez I don't know a long time ago uh, I don't even I don't even know when it was oh December 19th 2018 nice. <laughs> wow awesome so okay. I've been dreaming about dad quite a bit and over time you know I try to journal all the ones that I remember and yeah so this one was me getting into his right up in his grill you know I was putting my finger in his face asking him questions every time he made a move I was like why are you doing that it hurts me you know things like that and my sister was with me too she was Mm. behind me and she wasn't doing as much but I was I was definitely the not the passive aggressive you know previous me where I would just be like yeah okay dad's right it was me standing up and going no I'm going to question you and this is this is going to, you know, I, I'm, I'm no longer just going to be on the receiving end of whatever you say. I'm going to actually question mm. authority. And I, it's authority. It's questioning authority Ooh. in my mind a little bit. Right. It's getting into that sort of thing. Right. Asking questions of people is a big thing uh, for me. And so, yeah, that's where it kind of, oh, that's kind of the thread so, it takes for me. This is so interesting. I love this. So if you could in in like three with three adjectives describe what it is that most angers you about your dad like as in qualities like irresponsible or destructive or you know cruel or thoughtless like what are the qualities that most annoy you or bother you or piss you off about your dad Well, about dad, let me just think here. So the first thing would be, uh, I like irresponsible, but it, it's more than that in, in the sense mm. that he is intentionally irresponsible. Ooh, so would you say not, reckless? Not like a, it's yeah. not, yeah, it's more, it's like intentionally, you know, in, in, the, in the long term, in the broad sense, he's hurting himself every time he hurts someone else, really. Right. Okay. So, so he's self-destructive. Yeah. Destruct- or just plain old destructive that because yeah, it's self-destructive just, and destructive for others. Yeah. Therefore, yeah. If, if, yeah. If you're hurting others, you're hurting yourself sort of, you know, if you're hurt, you're hurting others. And hurt does people, the reckless, hurt I think, hurt people, so, hurt people. Yeah. Yeah. I think oh, that's God. the biggest one is 
So through all this kind of static, I I think hurt is one thing I should attribute to him fairly. Ah, Um, underneath his reckless, destructive behavior is some hurt, some pain that he's trying to satisfy or or salve, but in like the wrong way, in a way that's creating more destruction. Yeah. And I think also um, in, and I mentioned this off, off the, off the air, but uh, I'm seeing, I'm starting to see some traits or mannerisms that he used to do that I do now. I see in myself. Uh, So I'm starting to see, yeah, I'm, I'm hurt. I feel hurt sometimes, definitely. Uh, and I uh, also feel unheard. I don't feel hurt uh, sometimes. And, ooh, and ooh. one last one, I guess, would be angry. So angry. those three, I, I see in him and I also see in myself as well at the same time. So those are probably be the three that I'd pick. Wow. Brett. Walker, I just want to yeah. say, I I just want to applaud you for being so insightful and having such self-awareness that you would even, even have this dream about your dad and be willing to see the fact that you're able to see some of yourself in him, somebody that you're angry at. This is something I think that separates the men from the boys and the drama queens from the goddess queens where we can be able to see something we don't like or or absolutely more than don't like that we adamantly dislike and and then be willing and humble enough to go oh wow I have that too it's not I am that but I have that and I think that's that's where the healing can can jump in. So can Nancy T and I jump in and do a little, if it were our dream? Yeah, you bet. I encourage it. Well, I think Hmm. you already have, I mean, you, you know, you're working something out and I think there's, Oh God, I could just talk about this for hours and hours. It hits very close to home actually. Um, I think that in waking reality, when there's a person that we should with quotes around it, air quotes around it, be in relationship because they're in our family, and it doesn't resonate with us. There's a conflict because there's this embedded should, and yet it's not good for us. So there's this cognitive dissonance. There's this pain. And I agree with you. At some point, you try and try and try. And at some point, your own self-preservation is number one. You've got to put the oxygen mask over your own mouth and say, I'm sorry, I've got to put you out. I can't keep my heart open to you. And I like to think of it, and Joey Sutton and I share this insight about the rings of Saturn. Actually, I got this from my sister, Shannon, who also inspired this, about there's like a thousand rings of Saturn, potentially. And there's the people in our inner ring of Saturn that are the like our knights of the round table, our closest people. And sometimes our mother, father, sister, brother started off in that inner sanctum. So there's always this magnetic pull that they should be there. But they don't belong there. But instead of thinking that it's all or nothing, they're either in our inner sanctum or they're all the way out on Pluto. It's like, no, they can still be in one of our rings of Saturn, but maybe 25,000 rings out. Maybe that's a better place for him. So to me, I feel like my heart is are like these rings of Saturn. So there's nobody that I cast all the way out, but I put some people really, really far out in the outer rings and let my heart be that big. So they're still in, but they're far out so that they can't 
touch me. They can't hurt me. I can still love them, but from afar. So I don't know. I, I think this is what, if this were my dream, I'd be feeling like I, there's some, maybe some forgiveness I need to do on him. It doesn't mean I need to have a close relationship with him, but it means that I need to look at those qualities. And, and I love what you started to do, Brett, the hurt people hurt people. I mean, that is the key, knowing that the destructive behavior stems from hurt. Do you have an inkling what that hurt is or like where it comes from or what that must be just to just to up level the the level of compassion here? You don't even have to you don't have to go into the story of it if you don't want to. But do you have a sense of what that hurt is that's that's running the show? I don't have any idea. And ever since I come across this kind of concept with him, you know, in my relationship with him, I'm really curious. And I've even asked my mom and my sisters, uh, and they're both older sisters, so they know him a little bit better. But yeah. I don't know. Like his mom, like my grandmother, his, my dad's mom, really apparently held him aloft. He held, she held him above his siblings, apparently. Oh, he wow. was the he was the golden boy in the family, so oh. even some of the things that he's he's done to hurt women specifically not not phys- like he's yeah uh, just cheating and and the uh, you know verbal abuse and mental abuse is mostly geared towards women and I don't know where it came from and I'm so, really so- curious though. Right. And we can even say that even if we don't know, we can't put our finger on something that we know happened, like someone like his mother, like it sounds like his mother was wonderful and, and she loved him. So it's not her, but maybe even, I mean, we are multidimensional beings. Maybe there's some carryover from a past life. Who knows? It doesn't mean that anyone's off the hook. It doesn't mean anyone can get away with horrible behavior, there's consequences to our behavior. Just because we're hurt doesn't mean we can go around hurting people without there being consequences. We can do whatever we want, but there are consequences. And one of the consequences of his behavior is that his son, Brett, doesn't feel inspired to be close to him. So he misses out on this amazing son of his, and and it's too bad for him, but that's what that's what his behavior is getting him to. So we all are responsible for our own healing, but I could, if it were my dad and I didn't know, and I was in the same situation with him, I would imagine that maybe it was something from a past life that initially triggered it. Doesn't make that make him off the hook, but knowing that there was something somewhere, someday, somehow that did hurt him and he doesn't have the wherewithal to heal himself. So he's acting out. And then I think sometimes that hurt behavior becomes its own addiction and people keep creating hurt people that hurt people keep creating more and more circumstances to keep them stuck. And it is like a a vicious cycle. So it's not your, it's not your business. It's not, you're not his therapist. You can see him though, but knowing that there's one drop of him in you, I mean, that's a bitter pill to swallow, but what can you do, Brett, to own and love the hurt part of you that might, that might act hurt in a hurtful way. Is there something that you can do to up level and your game? Yeah. I love the fact that I like the Saturn. I like the rings idea because I, I, you know, resisting is, is just persisting, right? Like as soon as you push away at something, it'll push back at the same force. So 
right. embracing it, but afar. You know, I like that. I like keeping it on a tether <laughs> yeah. and just away. You know, you can you can be here, but you can be over there. And exactly. I'll learn from, from how, right. you know, the relationship works. So, yeah, in, in mm. the sense that uh, how do how do I deal with this in, in, the, in the fact that he's in me and I'm, you know, he's part of the relationship and it, it, what I see in him is, is really what I'm about, not what he's yeah. about. Right. So how to heal that? It, uh, the, the, my curiosity about his past is one thing, but yeah, I've got to deal with it how I, from what I have in front of me. I can't, I can't, you know, I can't project and go, oh yeah, it's probably some woman hurt him or a girlfriend in his past hurt him right. or something. Right. I have to go, well, right. what is it from my perspective? If I yeah. was doing those things, what, how would I get around them? You know, how would I stop that? And it's, it's, it's talking about it. For me, it's talking about it. It's just getting it out in the open. Yes. This is kind Good. of a, you know, uh, traditionally you're supposed to love your family and embrace them. I've done the opposite. I've pushed him as far away as possible. And, mm-hmm. you know, and some people, you know, they would, die for a chance to talk to their father again but mm-hmm. i'm i here i am i've pushed him as far away as i can but i did it for my reason and yeah. that was the first step to healing this this uh in me you know like instead of following his path i've kind of diverted off of that and and not uh tried to follow his path it, you know or his right, example i guess role model wise Exactly. And then, I, and then talking about it, talking about it like this right now, getting it out in the open, saying yes. it's okay, being enough yes. myself. And in some Both way, kind of I think the healing is done, like, and Byron Katie would say this, the, it's like the healing is done when there's no more charge on it, when it's just neutral, it's just a fact. Like Antarctica is over there and it's cold and Brazil is warm and my dad is this, and I am this, and where there's no more charge. It doesn't mean you go dead. It just means there's no more charge. And one way to get there, I think, is the path of extreme gratitude. Like, what is there to be grateful for in this scenario? And if and if it were my dad, or it just anybody in my life, because I've got I've got the people in my life that challenge the heaven out of me, and I am always looking for what I'm grateful for about them in my life. I think some people incarnate for the sole purpose of inspiring us to do the exact opposite of them and become the exact opposite of them in our lives. Because in some way, as you describe some of the qualities about your dad, and I think of you, Brett, you are kind, upstanding, lovable, loving, honoring, you are as opposite of the qualities of your dad, the way that you've described it as possible as I could imagine. And I bet without him in your life, you might not be such an amazing dude. It's like you only know light if you know some darkness. So he may have incarnated possibly to show you kind of be a cartoon character so exaggerated so that you could become somebody that you know is a great guy. So Nancy T, I know you're, you're buzzing over there. What, what do you think about Brett's dream? Oh my gosh. Well, I think it's very interesting that 
you pulled it from your dream catalog. Mm-hmm. I, I want to call it more than a dream journal. It's a catalog because I know you're so good about <laughs> keeping track of your, your dreams and having so many and writing them down. You do, you're like the best dream student in the whole wide world. In the and whole wide that. world. So, I, it's seriously. <laughs> so, so with that said, the fact that you pulled that and yet you've been having these dreams, it's just tells me that the universe, God, your intuition, yes. whatever is work. It's all on the whole, Hey, Hey, let's let you get, look at this. It's saying, look at this, Brett, just look at this for one moment. Yeah. And what's really interesting is that you're saying, I look at myself and I see my walk like him. I talk like him. I said, so yeah. as much as we want to say, I'm disconnected from that person. It's, it's like when a person dies, as Katie would say, if you close your eyes, can you still see them? Can you still mm-hmm. hear their laugh? Can you remember mm-hmm. a, a, a conversation? They're still with mm-hmm. you. So as mm-hmm. much as you put them out on the outer ring, your dad's still with you and mm-hmm. you're flourishing as this amazing man. So it's not to your detriment that he's still with you. And in fact, if it's there to give you that life lesson to, to be loyal and to be honorable, then, then, mm-hmm. oh, the gratitude that can go in that direction. What a gift. But, yeah, what an amazing gift. But I, when I think about the fact that you, you pulled it out of a hat and yeah. it's exactly what you already got going on. There's some sort of, it seems to me, an alchemy there that you are already forgiving him in ways that maybe you never anticipated, which doesn't mean you need him in your life. Doesn't mean you need him next to you, you know, sharing a hot dog at the at the baseball field. <laughs> but, but it does mean that then instead of having that callous that hard, that cold, that yes. that can warm up, that, that can, that can be open. And, and instead of doing that to yourself, which is that replaying the argument over and hurting yourself again. And, and every time you think of an infidelity hurting yourself again, you can, you can let go of all of that because he's with you and you're fine. Exactly. And even claim such gratitude, like, thank you so much, dad. Not only did you give me life, thank God I'm here on the planet and I wouldn't be on the planet without you. And thank you so much for showing me exactly the opposite of who I want to be as a man in my life. Thank you so much because now look at who you are. It's like, if I was Brett, I'd say thank you because I wouldn't be this awesome man were it not for you. And some people teach by example, some teach people teach by the opposite example. So mm-hmm. either way, yeah. thank God, thank God for him. I'm grateful for him for one. Yeah, Brett, you're our hero. Walk. Yeah, you're our hero. Well, you're our gentleman, wow. and you're our hero. Yeah. Wow. I I know you're short of time, but I'm gonna try to phone you guys every morning because <laughs> wow, I feel great. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> this is amazing. Yay! Yeah. Well, we'd love to hear from you. <laughs> oh my God. Call in every week. You're our Gelman. I'm so, so, so grateful. So, oh my God. I think this is good for everybody. All right. You, you're supposed to, we've got a few more things I need to tell people about dreams. So Brett, you're welcome to stay with us for a sec. You Everyone I'll in your dream up. is you. Okay. Um, so here's some of the seven secrets about your dreams. Everyone in your dream is you. And Brett helped us to, to show this off. Our nightmares are our friend. This means even the scary, funky characters that show up in our dream, they're a blessing in disguise. 
the dreams ain't over just because you woke up. So Brett just demonstrated that he woke up from his dream. He shared this dream with us and we're able to pick it up where it left off, even though this is back in 2018. Always, your dreams are always trying to make your life better. So his this dream, though funky, it showed him how he can become even a better version of himself, a more grateful for his dad experience. Not like he's this great guy, but he's got this anger burning in his closet. He's got, he can just be fully, fully shining. So your dreams are trying to make your life better. You can manifest via your dreams. Like Brett demonstrated so beautifully, set mm -hmm. that dream declaration before you go to sleep. What do you want your dreams to help you focus on and how brave of Brett to have said, bring up something that's scary or something that's, yeah. what did you say? Difficult? I think you said difficult, but that's a, I mean, I think a lot of people say, I want my dreams to help me manifest, you know, my next book deal well, or this great thing, but <laughs> bring something difficult. <laughs> Exactly. But this is, this is the lottery to show, mm -hmm. to have your dream reveal what's in your blind spot. Then you're free to just pursue what is, you know, all the things that you want. Um, you can make, so you can manifest via your dreams and taking action on your dreams helps you to up level your level of synchronicity. So by Brett calling in and talking to us and now having an action plan about he how he's going to meditate on embracing the part of himself that is his father, this is going to help him up level his own ability to be in the flow, in synchronicity, manifest great relationships in his life. And last but not least, our dreams are always revealing what's right and good and healthy about you, even if it's by contrast. So that's how, that's what we can do with our dreams. Nancy T, thank you for joining me today. Brett Walker, thank you for calling in and being our Gelman all the way from Alberta, Canada. Next week, we've got Mar Ma Melinda Carver, a psychic. So call in with your questions that you want a psychic to help you answer. And until we all meet again, don't take your dreams lying down. We'll see you next week. Until then, sweet dreams. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Do you have an online course or an event or a book you'd like to promote? We've got the right audience for you. Our listeners love content like the show you just heard. You can reach our engaged audiences by advertising right here on mindbodyspirit.fm, the podcast network, in shows about wellness, self-care, spirituality, angels, and more. Contact info at mindbodyspirit.fm.